0: Energy, power. My people are addicted to it.
1: Morning, THL. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the THL pal Podcast. I'm your host Isaac Bowles, and I live up to my name this week because we actually had snow here in Texas. It was exciting. My daughter was like, "Snow!" It was very cute. Uh, based. How are you doing?
2: Uh, good. Uh, it's wet here, but there's no snow.
1: No snow. Uh, you're probably better off for it. Snow is uh, exciting when you're a child and not so much when you are an adult and have to drive in it. So uh, maybe you got the better end of that deal. But <laughs> that being said, let's get into the coldness that our, our week four takes and start off with Legacy.
0: Fire, be All
1: right, based. Starting off with our Golden Commons. which you getting?
2: All right, first, uh, I get questions about this. I do not rank within the rarities by any any specific metric. But anyways, uh, so my golden commons are Stubs of Prey, Standard THL Degenerates, Ticketus, Punchers, Chaos Theory, Illidan's Death Knights, and annoyo Team.
1: That is a excellent disclaimer. Uh, I kind of do, but I am not necessarily always beholden to it. So don't to take too much offense if you end up being at the top or the bottom of one or the other. But anyway, for me, uh, my golden commons are stubs of prey, standard THL degenerates, and Annoyo team. Just three for me this week. And
2: I am
3: Powbot.
1: Powbot.
2: Powbot has a four. It's got Pod people, standard THL degenerates, stubs of prey, and Annoyo team.
1: All right. So right away, uh, pour one out for our friends on the Annoyo team, as well as our standard THL degenerates and our stubs of Prey. The three teams that I have as my Golden Commons are Consensus this week uh, based. What say you? Any of these teams uh, you feel a little bit better about than the others, or are these just the, uh, the unfortunate uh, slow starts or Legacy this season?
2: Um, yeah, it's just they, they've had a rough go of it. Um, they've had a slow start, and then they still haven't really been able to pick up um, as many points as some of the other teams that have uh, been off to a bit of a slow start. So, uh, you know, this is the halfway week. So if you're going to turn it around,
1: it has to be right now. Yeah, especially for those three teams, um, two in the uh, the gold conference and one in the silver, which um, both have pretty much stratified themselves between uh, the top and the bottom. So it makes it just that much more difficult to catch up when you get off to the slow 0-3 start. Um, I will say that they all three have had uh, pretty rough schedules. It uh, looks like they've been uh, playing against those top teams. So maybe things can turn around if they get a uh, bit of a break, play some of the other teams down here at the bottom, um, maybe put together a few wins. But yeah, you're right. They need to start doing it uh, real quick. Um, all right. So before we move into any other conversation, let's go ahead and read off the rares. And I'll start because I got a whole bunch, uh, beginning with Preface for Rose, Not Pilots, Hearthstone Academy, Swallows that Follows, Mergle, Murgle Reborn, Chaos Theory, Ticket to spunchers Amberflight Gaming, Pod People, Elam's Death Knights. Okay, I'm done.
2: <laughs> All right, I've got two golden uh, rares this week in Defias Brotherhood and Preface for Rogues, not Pilots. Uh, and then I've got Pod People, Sir Finley Squires, Hearthstone
3: Academy,
1: and Amberflight Gaming.
3: I am Palbot.
1: Palbot comes in with two golden rares: Murgle Murgle Reborn, Hearthstone Academy, followed by regular rares: Prepas for Rogues, not Pilots, Tacticus Punchers, Chaos Theory. Amberfly Gaming and Death Knights. So one team right now that uh, you and I are both a little higher on, uh, but pod, uh, the uh, PalBot is not happy with the Pod People um, base. Why are we right and why is PalBot wrong?
2: I mean, so looking at Pod People's uh, strength and schedule, they've had one of the rougher goes of it in gold, um, and it's one of those teams that I don't really ever count out, even if they've had a slower start. Um, they typically Uh, pick it up in the back half of the the, uh, season so I think that they're just a little underperforming to start the season
1: and I think that they'll turn it around yeah I'm right there with you It's a team that has too much of a pedigree um too much success in in recent seasons to be held down for long and I think um Palbot is just unemotional and rating this on statistics which is not something that we subscribe to here on the Power Podcast, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think keeping them as a rare is is, uh, is probably right for now, although um, they have no margin for error, and I think another loss would, would pretty easily catapult them into the Golden Commons. Uh, speaking of which, you had a whole bunch here that um, as I did not uh, totally agree with. We'll start with uh, Illidan's Death Knights. Uh, another 0-3 team in the Silver Conference. A couple more points, but you still had them as a Golden Commons, so what's missing for uh, for the Illinois Death Knights?
2: Um, it's kind of just the the lower um points per week uh like you know in a different conference they'd be they'd be a bit further up there. They do have more points per week than pod people um but I just haven't seen the spark out of them,
1: yeah, and you would know' it's your team that knocked them down at three 0 last week uh kind of kicking yourselves up out of the dregs of the uh, goal conference. So uh, I'll take it from you there on um, them being a goal and combat. But another team I'm going to make you talk about is going to be my team, uh, Chaos Theory, another 0-3 team, actually the only 0-3 team in the Red Conference. Uh, based, why do you hate me?
2: <laughs> well, that's a strong way to put that one. <laughs> um, I mean, so the thing with the Red Conference is like it's, such, it's so tight um, you know, you're still technically if if team tries was to score zero and you were to full sweep, like that's a you you would pass them. So it's not like it's so far out of reach for you. Um, it just feels weird to be giving uh, no conference a common. Um, like I don't think that the disparities between the the conferences is that wide. So I was giving it at least a a golden common to a team in every conference.
1: Yeah, that's completely fair. Uh, it's sound reasoning. Um, for me, like obviously, this is going to come across as bias, but honestly, this is just our MO. Um, KS2, we always lose very close. Um, every week has been 3-2. Um, I think the one thing that uh, is a saving grace for us, um, and I'll, I'm probably going to go ahead and agree with you because I think it would be fair to put a team in Golden, conference from, uh, Golden Commons from each conference, and we're the obvious choice here. Um, but the one thing that I'll note for the Red Conference in particular um, five of my teams are from red, and uh, in rare, which is over half the conference. It's pretty ridiculous how tight everything is. Um, you pointed out the fact that we're within a single week's worth of points from the first place team. Obviously that's not realistic because every team's going to score points or at least half the teams are going to score points. Let me rephrase. Not everyone's a winner. We're not too wild yet. Um, so you know anything can happen. Uh, I think we're kind of in the same boat as um, some of the other teams we talked about, and the Golden Commons needing to start getting wins together. But at least we have uh, teams within reach of us. Uh, but for now, uh, I think we're still Golden Common because we still need to actually do it. Losses just don't make the playoffs if you don't get the wins to go along with them. So. Uh, I'll defer to you on that one Uh, The next team that I want to talk about That I had a little bit higher than you um, Is another team from Red And that is the Ticketus Punchers Uh, A team that, for me at least Has been kind of towards the bottom uh, Every single week Um, But they finally got their first win They got it over a team that I've been pretty high on That is uh, Preface for Rogues, not Pilots Uh, A team that we both agreed was Rare Good to them momentarily, but was that not enough For you to jump Ticketus Punchers up to the Rare category? I mean, it, it, the, the win was very impressive.
2: And uh, they do have uh, a 3-0 player in, uh, in Jolt C and um, in, in the 5 seed. And that's uh, another quite impressive point to them. Um, I think that I might just be hanging on to to some of the initial ranking bias. So I think that it would be fair to give them that bump up. They had a, a very impressive win uh, against Pre- Preppers for Rogues last week. And so uh, I think they should be celebrated.
1: Yeah, and I think Palbot's with you there as well, um, keeping them actually right above us in that rare category. And I think that's probably going to be the theme for for Red most of the season. Even Team Trias, who we'll get to a little bit later, um, isn't putting as much distance between them themselves and the rest of the Red Conference as some of the other top teams are in Gold and Silver. Um, a team that we all agree on um, is the Amberfly Gaming. Um, I think that they're pretty well, um, uh, of the 0 and 3 teams, are probably the best positioned to make a run um, in the Silver Conference. They do need one of those higher teams to kind of fall back to earth, but uh, they've put up a, a pretty decent amount of points for a winless team. Um, and then that puts them right behind your team, Hearthstone Academy, who we also had as a rare. Y'all um, have two more points and one more win than Emerald me Gaming. Based, uh, you got a win this week, but are you still concerned about your long term prospects?
2: Oh, I mean, definitely. Uh, We are in the uh, rare solidly, in my opinion. I'm not sure what uh, Palbot is talking about here, uh, putting us up there. You know, our only other win is against another team who's uh, been off to a bit of a struggle. Um, In silver, we've seen all the top teams kind of beat up on the bottom four teams. So we still have um, three undefeated teams or or three, yeah, three undefeated teams. Um, So it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see how that one starts to to play out, but right now it really looks like it's uh, a bit disparity, a bit of a disparity between the top and the bottom there.
1: Yeah, the stratification is over is pretty stark. Um, I mean, it's going to take multiple weeks for y'all to climb back up, and you definitely need one or more of those teams above you to to fall behind. Um, which so far none of them look like they're going to. So. Um, The last team that we have on the list as far as uh, common ground for the Rares category is the team that we mentioned just a moment ago, Preface for Rogues, not Pilots. Uh, a team that we were both pretty high on coming into the season that really has disappointed um, Ron tonight on Saloon, basically called his team straight trash, but he is mostly talking about himself and, and Brushy as he has wanted to do. Uh, but do you agree with uh, Mr. Mexico's assessments? You have them as a Golden Rare, um, a little bit higher than the rest. Uh, what gives you reason for optimism here? I mean, it's still so hard to bet against that uh that roster
2: of, of fuel, Ron, Buse, Brushy, and Saku. Like that is uh still a quality team. I I really think that they've just been off to a bit of a rocky start, you know. Uh when you're looking at the first few weeks, it's still prone to having some some bad RNG just make your team look a lot worse than they really are. And, you know, as we get to the end of the season, I think it'll balance out and they'll look a little bit better than they
1: do right now. Yeah, certainly could. Um, you know, we talked about Red, again, being super stacked. So they are right there. Um, uh, I mean, they are closer to last place than first place, but it's not that much. And uh, they have had an easier schedule, but I think the schedule in Red is mostly irrelevant. I think every team basically is going to be in a fight every single week. I don't think there's a single easy week here throughout the entire Red Conference. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's jump into some epics now so we can talk about a few more teams. Based. Why don't you lead us off? All right, I got two golden epics
2: this week in Golden Common, by the way, and Dad Legend. And then I've got Hot Zilfs, Dirty Mike and the Boys, Swallows That Follows, Mergle, Mergle, Reborn, and Always
1: Top Deck Lethal. For me, I also have a couple golden epics in Dirty Mike and the Boys and Hot Zilfs, followed by regular epics, Dad Legend, Golden Common, by the way, Sir Finley Squires, Defias Brotherhood, and Always Top Deck Lethal. Um
2: PowBot got the memo and also got two golden epics in Meme Dream Team and Sir Finley Squires, uh, and then has Hot Zilfs, Dad Legend, Golden Common, by the way, Dirty Mike and the Boys, Defias Brotherhood, Swallows That Follows, and Always Top
1: Deck
3: Lethal. So I am really, PowBot.
1: <laughs> thank you, PowBot. I'm really proud of us that uh, we have six golden epics and there are six unique teams. So uh, <laughs> well done by all of us. Um, we'll start with a couple teams that uh, I touched on in my rare category. And that is uh, first off, uh, Myrtle Myrtle Reborn. Um, you have them as an epic. I was down on the rares, but uh, give me your first take on uh, the Myrtle Myrtles.
0: Um, let me
1: pull up. So, yeah, hint—they beat us last week. <laughs> they did. Um,
2: so they're one of those teams that kind of looked rocky at the start, and we were a bit higher on. And they're uh, starting to climb their way up in the Red Conference. Um, their their strength of schedule doesn't look too impressive so far, um, but. Like I'm still leaning on that 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 roster to 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 tell me that this is a team that just hasn't uh, quite gotten the right roles yet.
1: I think, um, and I will say in their defense, and while probably bump them up to a, a golden rare just to kind of split the difference and actually get Talbot the nod here, um, is that the uh, the score with um, Chaos Theory was probably not as close as it indicated. I think we started out uh, with a win. And then basically just got run out the building in the next three series. So um, they clinched the week before the last, which gave us just a few points back. Um, So, yeah, I think this team is is starting to kind of come together with what we thought, um, you know, before the season started. Um, They're still right there in the middle of red. still kind of low on points per week for a team that's won twice. So um, not quite getting the the maximum amount of of points on the side uh, that you would expect. But, again, being in red, I don't think it's going to hurt them too much. Um, The other team to talk about, uh, another team in red. A team that actually has more points despite a losing record is Wildows that follows. And so I will repeat um, my take from uh, around the saloon uh, t- today, um, and picking them as possibly the most underrated team in um, in Legacy right now. A team that uh, definitely came in to the season with a lot of hype, um, has a losing record but has the points to kind of keep them afloat. And I think this roster to me is one that just stands out as being a, uh, a powerhouse for the, the long term. Uh, only losing by one point to Team tries, but um, basically you're even higher than me. Um, I w- I'm building them up just by having them as a rare, but uh, you have them as an epic. So uh, what's your uh, thought process on these walls that follows? I mean, everything about them so far is still impressive.
2: You know, like the fact that they have so many points and they're, they're one and two is, is insane. You know, they took the team that we think is probably the strongest in red down to a single point loss. Um, they also they they got a new doctor uh this week. Uh Lotus Knight uh sounds like has passed his is, uh, his dissertation, uh, and so we'll be getting his doctorate very soon. So congrats to Lotus Knight. Um but like this is this is a team of, of a lot of veterans and I I struggle to see them not being in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm there with you. I think uh bumping them up to epic makes a lot of sense. I think I had too many rares to begin with anyway. And this way I can kinda like uh divide um the better teams in red just ever so slightly. Um speaking of teams in red that uh we kind of sort of agreed on at least. Um Dirty Mike and the Boys, one of my golden epics uh that you and Palbot were a little bit lower on. Um so what what kind of buffers them down a little bit from some of the uh the other teams towards the top of the epics for you?
0: Um
2: so, they they don't really have, um, like, I, again, I think it's more that I just don't, I think that it's a lot of epic teams fighting it out in, in red, so it doesn't, it's not necessarily that impressive. Like, they have definitely got a tighter uh, spread of, of scores in the 40s, where we see some teams in the 50s. Uh, in the other conferences, and so that was kind of where I was at. Uh, I think that Golden Epic could be a good fit for them. Um, uh, so I don't know exactly what my hold up there was.
1: Sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this Do you think that uh, as the Red Conference shapes up right now, that they are the second best team in Red behind Team Tries?
2: I mean, I think that Swallows that follows is probably going to shake out to be the second best team. Um, but I Think that they could still make
1: a bit at that. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty fair. I think uh, I'm probably there with you. I think right now you have to give them the um, the nod just because of the the points that they scored, but it's only a few more points, um, so you know that that might not last for long. Um, so the team that you had as a uh, golden epic that uh, neither me nor Palbot did, despite the fact that they are still undefeated, is Dad Legend. Uh, are you taking the uh, hot take that Ron provided tonight? And saying that this is a team in danger of missing the playoffs despite 3 no start,
2: uh no, I mean, I have them as a golden epic I, like they you know to say that they're not gonna make playoffs after you know sneaking in and 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 winning the whole thing, like they're a team that doesn't really like they don't look that that impressive during the regular season. I'm just just gonna be honest, but like if you get into playoffs as a yellow dart team, it's scary, you know. That's a team to watch out for. They've made uh, countless finals. I mean, really, it's something you count on both hands. But I don't know it off the top of my head. Like I, I, I struggle to see them like not being able to perform uh, down the line here in Silver.
0: I think I'm I'm
1: there with you. I, I think I uh, I kind of set you up to to you know have at least one reasonable take given in the uh, the THL universe that was not anti that legend. So. Uh, appreciate that. Appreciate you uh, hitting that one out of the park for me. And then another team that you've had is the uh, Golden Epic that I was down on. Uh, this just goes back to my anti-Pasca bias, but um, Golden Common, by the way, I think they are the team that I would be maybe the most concerned with um, in terms of an undefeated team missing the playoffs. Um, and the reason is because I think Gold's just a little bit closer. There's a couple teams right behind them uh, that we'll talk about here in just a minute. Um, and their strength of schedule is by far the lowest in, uh, in gold for sure. And across legacy that, um, you know, they've been, you know, they haven't lost, but they haven't really put up the points you really want. I mean, you're saying to be said for, for that legend too, um, uh, which is kind of why I put them kind of together at this moment, but you, you kind of splitting the difference there. You're saying that these teams are undefeated, so they deserve a little bit of a nod giving them the, the gold in that place. Am I uh, capturing your thought process there correctly?
2: Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, Being undefeated and, and not getting that legendary status, I do think deserves a nod here once we get this deep into the season. So
1: I, I gave it to them for, on that basis. Okay, good enough. So we'll come back to them to see if we decide whether or not they uh, end up being a golden epic uh, consensus-wise, because there's a couple teams that uh, Palbot and I had uh, a little bit different. We've already talked about one in Dirty Mac and the Boys, but the other that I had um, was the Hot Zilfs, Uh, a team that um, I actually put right above that legend and go on the away despite having a uh, 2-1-1 start. Um, So talk me down from Hot Zilfs. Why are they not uh, as good as these undefeated teams?
2: I mean, so um, Hot Zilfs is one of the teams that uh, I'm kind of using us as the metric for because we're in that conference. Um, They haven't played us, and we're the only of the bottom teams to have uh, snagged a win so far. and so them, you know, taking a loss against Meme Dream Team, it was pretty close, but uh, I think that that is a little, um, a little bit questionable for them. And so I was uh, happy to just put them in Epic uh, compared to the uh, Golden Epic that I gave to Dad Legend and Legendaries that I gave to the other two teams.
1: Yeah, yeah I think that's fair. I think, um, you know, if I had I kept it close against Meme Dream Team, uh, a team that we have not yet mentioned uh, for a good reason, uh, although Palbot, Palbot has, so maybe maybe we're missing the boat a little bit, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. But yeah, I think um, yeah, you know, this team, as far as like individual performances, is is pretty good. The fact that they are basically keeping pace with undefeated teams, despite having a loss, to me says a, a lot that they're still maximizing their, their points even if um, things don't go their way. So um, you know, I think long term that this team is set up just as well as any of those undefeated teams. But uh, I think it's probably better to to defer to the um, you know, the fact that they do have that one loss to uh, kind of keep things a little more even. So um, let's see. So another team uh, going in this theme of uh, Golden Epics that uh, weren't agreed upon um, is a team that uh, Palbot was very high on. I was in the middle, and you were definitely down on the bottom uh, relative to us, and that is certainly Squires. Um, so let's see what Palbot has to say. Um, Palbot likes the Squires. Um, they had a huge week one and then have sort of fallen off a little bit since then. Um, you know, they did pick up another win. They had a s- tough strength of schedule, and, and maybe that's the reason why. Um, Palabot's a little higher looking at that uh, particular point in data, but um, is there anything that, that stands out to you as, as being a uh, uh, reason for concern with certain uh, with Lee squares?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. So I can't see the team that they played the second week. It looks like that was their loss. Um... So I think that I may just not be evaluating their strength of schedule um, as accurately as I should have.
1: Let's take a look. I know they um, they beat prep, uh, the first oh. week. They lost uh, during my second week. And they lost to Team Tries. Uh, yeah. two. Uh, I think they lost by like, quite a bit, um, if, if memory serves. But um, yeah, so that's a team that uh, certainly is, uh, right now at least, um, staking their claim as the best team in red. So. Uh, maybe not the worst loss for them, um, but uh, still, they're not putting up that, that amount of points they're behind two teams that are one and two. So, you know, the question is, do we put more stake in the weekly win, or do we want to just focus on what ultimately matters in the standings, and that is the points scored? So,
2: um, to to be fair, I think that they actually should have forty three points. Um, I think there's an unprocessed uh, game in there. Um, uh, okay. So, I think that, you know, bumping them up to, to epic, I think that that might have been something I skimmed over and missed. Is, and I kind of docked them for having so, like, that many points and being a two in one team. Um, so, that kind of does change things. And I, I feel a lot more confident putting them in the epics.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's an that's a important uh, point because that also affects Dirty mac and the Boys, who did bank quite a few points um, despite the loss this week. Um, but if they're not going to get more than maybe one or two more from uh that additional match to be added in, then yeah, it makes sense that they would kind of both land up land here in the epic category so um let's see who else we got what's uh another team that you had is a golden rare that uh, I was a little bit higher on in uh Davies brotherhood uh a team that um you know has historically been pretty good um it, this season, they're hanging tough despite the losing record. I mean, you definitely put them into that uh, playoff mix, only being you know uh, half a week's worth of points behind the, the two teams above them. One of which who they just lost to in Golden Comet, by the way. um But uh, I, I still think this team has, has a lot of potential. um We've seen some of their players um, succeeding in, in other series. um Although Wild Nine in Legacy is definitely doing better than he was in Pro, so um, kind of a little mix and match there, but. Um, you had them down as a, as a golden rare, so a little notch above some of the other rare teams, but not quite in that category. What, um, what holds you back?
2: Um, you know, they just, they've gotten a decent amount of points for being a one and two team and they've taken on a couple, uh, very tough opponents, uh, in their losses already. Um, Uh, I think that this might be a little bit of an overreaction for me. I had them uh, pretty high. I think last week I even had them uh, in in Legendary still. Uh, I had rated them very highly at the beginning of the season. Um, I think this is just a little bit of a a rubber band effect, and I shouldn't have dropped them all the way down to rare.
1: Okay, yeah, totally fair. Um, Yeah, I think uh, Talbot kind of has your back on keeping them in the Epic. Um, And then the last team that we have as an Epic here, and this one was Consensus, and that is always top deck lethal. The team actually right above the bias in the standings in the goal conference with a uh, close victory over Pod People. The one thing that gives me pause, I think, I still look at that as being a um, you know a good note for Pod People more than a, a bad one for ATL because um, I, I think ATL is solid. I think Pod People is definitely better than an O and three team. So you know I don't want to dock them too much. But um, that being said, ATL does seem to have padded their record a little bit by beating. Um, two winless teams and losing to the foolish Madmen, who we will um, get to in just a second but um, anything else left on, on atl or, or are you kind of with me there as being uh, a pretty solidly epic team for this week yeah i think they're a pretty solidly epic team um you know we'll talk
2: about foolish madman in a bit but they played them really close um i think probably the closest anyone has uh, foolish madman has played this season so i think that that is a, a very good sign for them
1: And so I think in the uh, as we've gone through these different teams and talked about a couple different things, um, I think I'm coming around to your golden epics here. Um, Despite the fact that me and Palbot had uh, completely different ideas, um, I think giving the nod to the two teams that still haven't lost is Prudent and Golden Common, by the way, and Dad Legend. Um, So we have a whole bunch of epics, and I do want to differentiate at least um, somewhat between uh, those two teams that still haven't lost, um, even if we're not quite as impressed with their victories. Uh, some of these other teams we're about to talk about. Just now, let's get into our legendaries. Uh, and I mentioned Foolish Madmen being a, a really good team. And in fact, they are my golden legendary team this week. Uh, followed by F2L Red, Meme Dream Team, Flame Pimps, and Team Tries.
2: I've also got Foolish Madmen as my golden legendary. And I've got F2L Red, Team Tries, Flame Pimps, and Meme Dream Team. Might be I am quick,
3: Palbot.
1: Quick conversation on the legendaries, because Palbot agrees with us. Uh, Palbot's got Foolish Madman as a Golden Legendary, Flame Pimps, Team Tries, and F2L Red. The only team missing from Palbot's legendary list that uh, matches ours is the Meme Dream Team, which uh, came in as a Golden Epic, so that's the reason why uh, Palbot had a Golden Epic different than us. Um, I think we probably end up overruling Palbot here. Um, You know, Meme Dream Team has started off 3-0. They're on top of the silver conference with a slightly uh, more difficult schedule than Flame Pimps. Um, you know, I think they're doing well enough that um, I, I wouldn't want to split the difference yet between them and Flame Pimps, uh until one kind of jumps out over the other. But um, anything jump out to you? I mean, you have them as a legendary with me.
2: Um, how they about
1: kind of behind the curve here?
2: Yeah, like to to put them as as a golden epic and have them have three undefeated players still is kind of crazy. Um, I think that that's just. Uh, Palbot, not not quite getting it, you know, not really seeing it.
1: I'm curious. I'm going to dig in a little bit. So I imagine that the reason Palbot might be a little bit low is you did mention the three undefeated players. Um, The other two players are combined, one and five. So it's probably just a little bit of a balancing act. Um, Palbot looking at this team and saying, yeah, this is really good, but there's also really bad mixed in Mm -hmm. so we'll see what ends up holding um firm whether the undefeated players continue their uh, nice runs or maybe uh to the other two players can bounce back a little bit but yeah i'm 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 keeping them as a um as a legendary along with their uh co-leading team in the silver conference the flame pimps uh flame pimps to me i think um you know, we talked about strength and schedule a little bit, and their tie with Golden Comet, by the way, is being um, uh, able to prey on the, the weakest teams so far. Uh, but I still think that they have done what they needed to do. You can only play the teams on your schedule. Uh, it's one of my uh, favorite uh, sayings here on DHL PAL, and they've done it. They've won each week and show no signs of slowing down. Um, anything more on the Flame Pimps that we should uh, highlight?
2: No, I mean, like they are looking really strong in all their seeds, you know, all of them at two and one, positive record. What more could you ask for?
1: Yeah, we'll uh, shout out the Saloon once again, as they are called out as a team that was underrated despite being undefeated. That No one's talking about them, but uh, they're definitely uh, worth talking about. Um, they're uh, putting their stamp on the um, Silver Conference so far and uh, definitely deserving of that legendary rank. Um, so next up, let's jump over to the Gold Conference and talk about F2L Red, uh, a team that I have definitely come around on. They are solidly a legendary team for me. Um, I think I've said enough about them. Uh, based, what's your take on the F2L Legacy version? I mean they're they're doing what I
2: said, you know they've got their two uh their two wild transfers coming in and doing a little slat off to a one and two start. uh you know I definitely expected to turn around, maybe uh he's not getting as much uh standard time as as he will need to really succeed here, um, but uh this is a team definitely to watch out for. yep, yeah, uh, nothing more to say
1: about that. I think they're in uh, in good good shape. In the long run, another team that's in pretty good shape, um, but definitely and probably more of a fight than any other undefeated teams, and that is Team Tries. They are the only remaining undefeated team in red, but they are clinging to a very small lead over Dirty Mike and the boys and really the rest of, of the red conference that are all pretty bunched together. Um, I think they've had a, a really strong start to the season, um, but they are winning close, and they only beat Swallows and Falls by one point, point. Um, and I think some of the other uh, weeks that they had were you know, close-ish as well um other than i think they smashed the squires but um before that it was a very close win over uh, chaos theory so um they're getting wins but not in dominating fashion i think they're still deserving of that legendary take in and you seem to agree on team trias is there anything else that we should uh, take into account here
2: no um it does look like they have a um a brand new one seed so i think that uh their success down the line might be in in the, in that success for their one seed. Because uh, while you can come in with competitive experience, still one seed in, in either legacy or heroes, really hard to cut your teeth on. You know, like it it can be a
1: big shock, even if you were quite good at open list formats. Man, and that is breaking news because it doesn't even show up on the site. So, base, I appreciate your board uh, insider knowledge. Oh, that is the the PR difference between
2: what uh, what was lost and gain. I think uh, that uh, that makes me think that they might be
1: brand new
0: interesting okay
1: all right so let me see here so i don't mean to question you in the middle of the podcast but i'm just trying to figure out uh let's see so i want to make sure we get our facts straight so crydom is the are you talking about like a, just a new one seat to the thl
2: yeah so uh, okay
1: okay gotcha so i just misheard you so nothing to see here nothing to, to hear here i just uh can't comprehend your words at this moment in time i apologize but uh, i get what you're saying that the uh, player coming in as a one seed is, is tougher. Got it. Not a new one seed as in a, a sub or anything.
2: No, yeah, okay. not, not, like, not at that, yeah.
1: Where's our producer to clean this garbage up that I just threw <laughs> out of my mouth? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the, uh, the team that uh, is leading the rankings for us this week, and that is the Foolish Madman base. Take it away.
2: Wow. <laughs> just huge week after huge week, averaging 20 points. Oof, it's uh, it's hard to get bet against that, you know. And then like they had to have uh, Dardar Bank step out for a couple weeks and they brought in Volstar, <laughs> which uh, wow. turns out's pretty good. Um so they've just continued uh, performing really stro- you know, solidly. I think they have um a couple new players um to THL. Um so it could be that they uh they are quite a bargain for for their PR. So they are they are looking very strong.
1: I think that's always the um, kind of the, the give and take of bringing in new players. We just talked about one that you uh, were correct about uh, in, in the phrasing of, you know, the uh, team tries, number one, um, coming in and maybe struggling. But the flip side of that is you can come get players that may be um, a little under PR for their actual value unit. So far, it looks like I made a button in Jimbo are doing uh, absolute work in the three and four for this team. So, you know, those are my two question marks coming into the season. And so far they've delivered. So uh, if they keep that up, I think this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with for the rest of the way. And that just about wraps us up for Legacy. Let's go ahead and read off our final rankings and based on what you go first.
2: Ah,
0: golden legendary.
1: We got
2: foolish madmen.
0: Whoa, legendary.
2: Followed by F2O Red, Team Tries, Flame Pimps, and Meme Dream Team.
0: Golden Epic!
1: Two Golden Epics, and Golden Common, by the way, and Dad Legend.
0: Epic!
1: Followed by Dirty Mike and the Boys, Hot Surf Sir Lee Squires, Always Top Deck Lethal, Swallows That Follows, and Tobias Brotherhood.
0: Golden Rare!
1: Got one in Mergle Mergle Reborn.
0: Rare!
2: Got Preppers for Rogues, Not Pilots, Hearthstone Academy, Amber Flight Gaming, Ticketus Punchers, and Pod People.
0: Golden Common!
1: And finally, we've got Chaos Theory, Illidan's Death Knights, Stubs of Prey, Standard THL Degenerates, and Annoyo Team. All right, so let's move on to Hero.
3: I have no time for games.
1: And we've been talking about the strength of conferences. Uh, one in particular that we've highlighted uh, all season as being the tougher Conference is the Orange Conference. Uh, I won't give it away uh, who we have at the top. It should be obvious. But starting at the bottom, the Golden Commons, I've got several Orange teams here Dark Side of Cthulhu, Transfer Students, Feet of Cthulhu, and Agungan Asamung? Base, tell me I'm crazy. Who are your Golden Commons?
2: Oof, I do think you might be crazy. I've just got three in Dark Side of Cthulhu, Feet of Cthulhu,
1: and Transfer Students.
3: I am Palbot.
1: I might be crazy, but uh, I think Palbot's there with me. With Dark Side of Kathoon, Feet of Kathoon, Servants of Yogg-Saron, Agangan and Transfer Students. Let's just get into it. Uh, I know that you didn't read them off, but I want to talk about them. It's Agungan As-Among. Um it, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what more to say about this. This is this is pretty rough. Um, it kind of goes against our, our show protocol to talk about a team that you haven't read off yet. But I just, I mean. This is a team that we were hyped coming into the season on. They were legendary, easily. Uh, I think you know, for a lot of people, the number one team in, in Pro coming in or in Euro coming in, it just doesn't doesn't seem to have worked out that way. just taught me off a ledge. Why is Agganis among not a golden common team?
2: I don't know. It's like it's so weird to to talk about um, <laughs> to talk about uh, foolish madmen, and then to switch over here and talk about. Uh, a very similar crew, uh, and then have to to put them down in common. Um, like it's really weird to see that Scritch is winless. Um, like that's that's a huge question to me. Like I think that might just be under-forming on his part. Um, but you know, right now the results just aren't there, and I think that I mean I do have rare so I don't have them at that much higher. So I don't think I can talk you and Pavat out of this. But I do think that. I think that we'll see a better performance out of the second round, but I don't know if
1: it's enough. All right, yeah, I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll put them up to the side for now and get back to our regular schedule programming and talk about all of our C'Thun teams who are still struggling down at the bottom of the rankings. Stark Side of uh, another orange team that's actually had the worst of it, uh, starting 0-3, as well as feet of C'Thun, a team that I was definitely a lot higher on coming into the season, uh, but just really hasn't been able to get their, their feet under them. Uh, in the Purple Conference, um, based anything positive to say about either of these two teams?
2: I mean, Dark Side of Cthulhu has a, one of the higher uh, strength schedules, so maybe this, uh, but they're already on there. Uh, so you know, maybe they can pick up a win this this week uh, in the final week of the um, the first round, um, and and move out of those that winless spot. But uh, both of the Cthulhu teams are winless, and I think that uh, you were pretty high on Veda of Cthulhu, so it's possible we could still see them turn around and we were we were right in our our basis predictions at the beginning of the season but right now just uh none of them have wins
1: so this was uh brought to my attention earlier tonight uh i will not give credit to the source um because he pulled it from reddit but uh someone had a meme of the uh C'thun shatter card and what it truly means uh start the game lose the game mm-hmm yeah so that's what's happening so far on the hero side. Uh, the last team that we have in common, along with Palbot, uh is another winless team out of the Teal Conference, and that is transfer students. Um, a pretty rough start for them. Uh, they haven't seemed to have played the toughest schedule and still winless uh, with the fewest points scored on the hero side. Uh, a team that I probably had a little bit higher hopes for coming into the season, but it wasn't 100% sold. And uh, unfortunately, it has not worked out for them. Actually, I take that back. They have been going common from the beginning. So maybe they are just living up to expectations, unfortunately. Uh, a team that I think was a little bit under pr um, coming in and unfortunately just hasn't been able to put together um, enough wins to compete on the Teal side. But um, based, is there anything I'm missing here or is there just uh, room for the bottom for the transfer students now? Yeah,
2: it, it looks that way. I mean, like the roster is very similar to the last season where they had a, a good amount of success, um, but they look a little under PR everywhere until you get down towards the bottom, um, and then you know in the four and five they're they're one and five across that. So it's a it's a little bit of a question mark for them there. Uh, I think that you know the, the team is built on taking wins in the bottom seeds, but they just haven't been doing it yet.
1: Yeah, unfortunate. All right,
2: let's get into the rares uh, base. Why don't you lead us off? I've got one golden rare, an F2L black, and then I've got Servants of yogg a Gungan
1: Asamung, Tanpam, Surf Slam, and Fair and Balanced. For me, I've got F2L black, Servants of yogg no pros here, Tanpam, Surf Slam, and Fair and Balanced.
3: I am Palbot.
1: Palbot's got two
2: golden rares, no pros here, and Fair and Balanced. And then F2O Black and
1: Tan Pam's Surf Slam. All right, so let's get a final verdict on among. Are you confident enough in this roster to bump them up to a rare? Or does Palbot and I uh, win the day on this yeah, one? Yeah, as, as we
2: get through that first round, I, I got to just go by results at this point.
1: Um, I think they got to be Golden Common for the time being. And I think it's an easy uh, thing to say that of the teams that we listed, Golden this is the team that I would be the least surprised to bounce back and, and make a playoff run. Um, they are still pretty close. I think the rest of that conference is uh, underperforming with one notable exception. So, uh, by no means out of it, but um, definitely need to start putting that potential to good use and uh, make a good run. So, uh, so for the rest of the rares, um, the teams that we had in common, um, the only one actually across the board as a regular rare, at least, is Tan Pams, Surf Slam, and the Purple Conference. Starting out at one and two, uh, had a couple of tough weeks. Uh, lost a close one to uh, Dad Legend last week, uh, but it has mostly kind of held the ground in in purple. Um, uh, based anything noteworthy on the Bams, Sur Slam? Um,
2: they are looking just like they're having a pretty pretty okay season. Um, you know, not like uh, their championship from two seasons ago, um, but they played a close game with Dad Legend. Or you know, last week, um, which is still always impressive. Uh, Death Legend is still a strong crew, um, but uh, they're just uh, looking a little middle of the road right now.
1: Yeah, and I think for Tampa,ms they're just they're one player's performance away from a good time, and that is unfortunately their horsey Oz. I think if he can turn it around and uh, get some wins on the board, uh, this team is definitely going to be there competing for a playoff slot with uh, this other team that we have in common. At least you and I do. It's fair and balanced. Um Talbot had them a little bit higher as a golden rare, but uh to me they look almost identical to Tampa, Surf Slam, same number of points, same win loss record, um, same purple conference. So um why would Talbot be a little bit higher uh, based? Any the ideas? Um,
2: they have a bit of a a tougher strength to schedule, so I think that bumps them up over that. Um, but I I don't know, they they Again, like it's just one of those teams that doesn't look particularly impressive. Um, I think that uh, Purple Conference kind of got the short end of the stick when people were talking about strength of conferences. Um, So I think that that uh, also plays into that for myself.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested to see as I'm trying to look at the um, current week for Purple. uh, And there it is. Um, Yeah, that is what I thought. It's fair and balanced against Surf Slam. So we will kind of know more about these two teams after this week. Um, they are definitely in the position where both teams really need a win going into the um, back half of the uh, hero season. And uh, so it looks like they both lost to Lotus Confidence in Dallajan and then both beat the Vita C'Thun, uh, if I'm looking at this right. So um, this is really the week for them to make a statement and uh, solidify themselves as that third playoff contender out of purple. Um, Alright, so another team that uh, at least I was maybe a little bit lower on than you, um, technically speaking, is f Black. You have them as a golden rare. And I have them as a regular rare. Uh, a team that, uh, again, with a one and two start and the teal conference. Uh, teal conference looks pretty uh, condensed, maybe not quite to the extent of Legacy Red, but um, still every team within a, just about a week's worth of points. Uh, but talk to me about f Black. What uh, gave them the golden rare nod for you? So, you
2: know, going in line with kind of the results, I think that uh Teal is in my argument for the strongest conference, you know, no bias being in there. Um, and I think that them being, you know, so close to the rest of the teams at one and two and, you know, they have the most points out of any one and two team in all of Hero, I think says a, a bit about them, um, you know, I I'm, you know, uh, they talked about how they play teams coming off of buys a lot of the time. And so that may have contributed to a little bit. And so it might be a little bit of RNG that's keeping them down here.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering. So you make mention of teal being the strongest conference, and I think you have a case for it, but I'm wondering if maybe we're conflating strength versus competitiveness. Um, because I think all five teams, um eh, maybe not with interest in, students, so maybe that's the the fly in the ointment here but in terms of just uh, raw point totals, uh, the teams are all pretty stacked together. Um, that also may be because of a team we're not gonna talk about just quite yet, um, having the bye week and otherwise being in first place by uh, quite a bit, so. Um, f Black definitely still in the middle of that teal conference, um, so we'll see if they end up getting that golden rare. Uh, not quite there yet with you, but uh, let's talk about a team that uh, you and I were uh, a little higher than Talbot on, that's the Servants of Yawkseran going back to the orange conference. Um, looking at palbot here um it seems like maybe being a little unfair um basically palbot has them down along with the uh, the two Katoon teams we talked about actually lower than them um which I found surprising. I don't think they're that bad um I think they've had a, a kind of a tough run in the Orange conference. they've played the toughest schedule of any team in uh in hero um the other one being Tom Hickory Corny so my guess is that they've played uh every team, but Uh, each other so far in Orange, so um, I think that gives me a little more optimism than uh, what Palbot gives. I think Palbot's maybe rating them a little too harshly. Uh, Based, are are you with me on that one? Yeah, I definitely am. They've got a solid amount of points. Um,
2: They put up a good showing when they did play Gungan among, so I think that that kind of speaks to where they're at uh, between the two, even though they look very close. Um, So um, we'll see if they can pick up a, a a good amount of points here playing Dark Side of Cthulhu this week.
1: Yep,
0: yeah, they definitely need
1: to. Um, it's kind of one of those weeks where um, when you're up against a team that's struggling and you're trying to compete for that playoff spot, you know, you're only three points up on them, but it's a pretty big week. So you, know, you definitely want to see them come on with points on the board. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into our epics. Uh, I'll lead us off. I've got three. I've got Tonk if you're a corny, Dab Legend, and Dab on them.
2: Uh, I've got one more than you and Tonk. If you're corny, Dad Legend, dab on 'em, and no pros here.
3: I am Palbot.
1: Palbot has one fewer than me. That is Dad Legend and Tonk. If you're corny, so we've got some immediate consensus here with uh, two teams that I think uh, very easily belong in the epic category. Uh, teams that each have one loss. Teams that are putting up a pretty good amount of points despite the one loss. Uh, and definitely in the the mix for the uh, playoff spot, even if not the top of their conference. That is Tom Kupfer, Corny, and uh, Legend. Um, anything more to say about either of these two teams, or um, are we pretty uh, confident in their performance so far?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident in those two. They both are doing quite well. Um, you know, looking like solid uh, number twos in each of their uh, conferences.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say the one loss for each of those teams are against the two teams we have not yet named for orange and purple, respectively. Uh, but uh, jumping back to teal, the team that is technically on top of teal in terms of total points, but absolutely not in terms of points per week, a team that you has an epic, I had as a rare. How about splitting the difference as a golden rare? That is no pros here. Uh, am I just uh, continuing my uh, anti-Pascal bias here, or is there um, more with No pros here. Two and two. I right.
2: mean like i i, I want to look and see how they did when they played hs i believe it was another very close week yeah 13 to 11 so their two losses have been quite tight um and their two losses are their first two uh in in the past two regular seasons but they they did take uh, a bit of a, a larger loss uh last week only picking up uh, one win when skittle's beating me um uh, but i do think that they're still a quite strong team that can uh Win out, you know, I wouldn't be that surprised to see them go four now in this next round.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was about to say before you uh, clarified the uh, the beating that uh, Dadlon put on them, um, that the question is is that a more indicative week for their overall strength, or do we put more stock in maybe some of the earlier victories that they had uh, against f l and transfer students? And I'm not sure yet, I think. Um, for me, I kind of get the nod to um, AskHS and Dabama as being better teams. Um, we talked, or at least we both listed off Dabama, but uh, the voice of Baoba has not. Um, and AskHS obviously is still undefeated. So, you know, I'm thinking that um, No here is clearly the third best team in Teal. Um, and I think they're closer to F2L than uh, they are to the top two teams. So I'm still kind of, you know, weighing my um, unfortunate bias against uh, the MPH crew. with what their record shows, and in the past they've, they've kept up those undefeated streaks, um, but this season just doesn't seem to be there, and, and they are in danger of potentially dropping to fourth place after this week, depending on how the results go um, in early season. So they definitely have some, some ground to make up that may not be readily apparent by the uh, current their current place in the standings. So um, I think I will go ahead and give a nod to Palbot here. Uh, no pros here being the uh, golden rare team as I misclick my spreadsheet. Um, but as I fix that, um, base, one, why don't you go ahead and lead off with your legendary teams. All right, so I got one golden legendary in advanced
2: tactical lackeys, and rounding that out is vote of some confidence and ask Hearthstone.
1: And for me, I am with you on uh, golden legendary for advanced tactical lackeys, and uh, my two other legendaries are ask HS and vote of some confidence.
3: I am uh, Albot.
1: Powbot's got one golden
2: legendary and advanced tactical lackeys, as well as ask Hearthstone vote of some confidence and dab on them. Thank you, Powbot.
1: <laughs> All right. So, do you have anything to say to Powbot about uh, about your team? Uh, are you uh, just happy to take the win, take a legendary, and, and walk off the stage, or what's going I on? I
2: I'll I'll take it. Thank you, Powbot. Um, I still think we should be epic. I think Powbots. Algorithm, uh, if I remember correctly, puts a pretty big weight on your last week, and so us having a big win against a close, um, a close team to us in the standings uh, gave us a bit more of a boost than we probably should have got.
1: That could be true. Um, I think it also may just be indicative of the fact that the two other teams that I think you all would be comparable to, um, and that being Dad Legend and Tonkavier Corny, um, just haven't had those dominating weeks. I mean, I know uh, for Dad Legend, both of our wins have been pretty close i um, guessing the same is probably true for uh, Tom Hipier Corny. So um, Palbot does draw a pretty sharp distinction between um, your team and mine. Um, I think we've seen in the past that sometimes Palbot just gets things right. And I'm uh, thinking that uh, y'all have earned at least the Golden Rare, or excuse me, Golden Epic here. Uh, maybe not quite on the level of the Legendary teams we're going to talk about next, but... <laughs> Um, I think uh, I think Balot might be onto something here. I think. I think, I y'all, are, yeah, I think y'all are in oh, a good place.
0: legendary!
1: Balot is very insistent on uh, on y'all being a legendary team. So we'll, we'll come back to that in just a second. Let's talk about these undefeated teams. We'll start with um, the team that uh, has only played three weeks, um, and that's SHS. Um, you've been saying that Teal is the toughest conference. SHS right now is undefeated. Uh, do you think they get the four wins this weekend and stays on that legendary role?
2: Um, I mean, I think that uh they do have still a challenge. You know, F2L uh is always dangerous. Um I don't like that's that's why I think Teal is is so competitive, is all these teams made playoffs last season and mostly returned their rosters and are all dangerous. Like there's no off week. There's no even even if a team's looking down. That's uh kind of why I think that they're the most impressive of the undefeated. Um just because, and and even if they only have the 3-0, but uh, I don't think it quite compares to some of the point totals that the other undefeated teams
1: have put up. So then the question is, do you think um, AskHS is that much farther ahead of Dab on them? Um, how did that first
2: match go? Was it close? Was <laughs> it a blowout? They blew us out. Like, we looked really bad. I think I gave us the golden common the, the next week, you know, bit of the overreaction, but... Um,
1: yeah, they looked really strong, and we uh, didn't match up very well with them. All right. I think that's uh, enough of a data point to, uh, at least in this week, overrule Palbot's uh, significant optimism on bottom and keep y'all as the golden epic. And uh, SKHS is definitely a solid legendary team along with uh, the team at the top of purple, which is of some confidence. Uh, I think they have not quite have, have been as quite impressive as uh, ATL, who we'll mention here in just a second. Uh, but they're still putting up uh, four wins in the first four weeks. So um, they've clearly established themselves at the top of the Purple Conference, and I think that's uh, no small feat. I think uh, Purple has been uh, pretty competitive. Um, I think the quality of play has been pretty high. I think there's some confidence as a team that uh, is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Um, but not quite to the level of our last team, which is uh, Advanced Tactical lackeys putting up 20 points per week. They talk us through the golden legendary for ATL um you know they are you know already put up 80 points
2: uh, they're in the what was hailed as the hardest conference um, although some said it was free so maybe atl <laughs> is on that train but their combined roster has four match losses in four weeks which is crazy so i think that it's it's unquestionable that this is looking like the strongest team in hero and well deserving of their golden legendary
1: yeah, I think that's just incredible when you look at um, you basically have one undefeated player and then four three and ones um, and that just is a mark of a team that's working well together. Um, I know Blue Spartan is, is hailed for his uh, analytical work. Um, you look at their lineup brains week four, they basically all had the same lineup with one deviation and not like one class deviation. that was it, and then the week before was the same thing. So they're clearly on the same page. They clearly have something working for them. Um, I think they have They clearly established themselves as being the uh, the class of the hero series thus far. Uh, We'll see if they can keep it up in round two. Um, Playing all the same teams again is going to be an interesting challenge uh, on the hero side. Um, You you get a little bit of a a scouting report to some extent on teams that you've played before. Uh, A little bit of a revenge factor. We'll see if some of these teams bring it a little bit harder uh, with uh, ATL's target on their back. Um, But I don't know. I kind of like them right now as being the, the clear favorite. On the hero side. So, Base, any last thoughts on hero before we uh, read off our final rankings? No, I'm, I'm uh,
2: itching to, to get to the next one.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I will start us off.
0: Wow, Golden Legendary!
1: Advanced Tactical Lackeys.
0: Whoa, Legendary!
1: Got a some confidence and ask Heartstone.
0: Whoa, Legendary! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, uh, pal no.
1: Golden
0: epic! Thank you. I uh,
2: appreciate the thought, pal but we got a dab on him.
0: Epic! Uh,
2: Tonk, if you are corny, and dad legend.
0: Golden rare!
1: And no pros here.
0: Rare!
1: F2L Black, Servants of yogg Fair and Balanced, and Pam Surf Slam.
2: Golden common!
1: A Gungan asamang
2: Transfer Students, Dark Side of C'Thun, and Feet of C'Thun.
1: All right. Next up, we've got Pro. Lapdogs, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Is Paulette just that angry that we overruled her? Uh, I'm sorry, Paulette. Uh, we'll see what happens in the, in the pro rankings. But, um, Base, why don't you go ahead and lead us off with your golden comments?
2: So I've got. Attack Mode, Corrupted Clown Fiesta, Sushi Rats, Glock Gora, Sheepies, and Alina Esports.
1: For me, I've got Swagoy Black, Sushi Rats, Glock Gora, Illini Esports, and Bad to the Bone.
3: I am Palbot. Uh,
1: Palbot Scott,
2: Swagoy Black, Glock Gora, Sushi Rats, and Alina Esports.
1: Alright, so let's knock out a few of these that we've got in common. Uh, starting with Alina Esports... Um, lowest on Power's rankings, pretty low on mine and, uh, not doing so great on yours. Um, do we have any reason for optimism for our, uh, brothers to, at least to my north, uh, I don't know where, uh, where in relation to them, they are for you, but, uh, give me something that's not, uh, on the compass that would, uh, at least point them up for the rest of the season.
2: Um, the, the team to my East is, uh, it's not looking too great. Um, they They are have three players get to pick up a win uh they did play a really tough opponent for the boys last week um but uh it, it's looking like they may be struggling a bit here in pro um you know they've they've taken on some of the the top teams, so the strength of schedule could prove that they um that they just haven't gotten to show their stuff against a a similar match team, but they have not
1: been putting up points uh in in many of their their weeks. Yeah, I think the same can be said for the next team on our list, which is Clockora. Um, they actually kept it pretty close with Hyperizon, so have to give them uh, credit for that. But they're one and two, uh, actually taking uh, matches off of uh, cool Kid and Bannerface, which is um, pretty impressive considering those two players had lost and put up monster seasons uh, last time around. So you know, maybe there's a little bit of of hope on the horizon for Clockora. Uh, but for now, um, you know, 0-2 and, two and uh, looking like they need to get over the hump, to get some wins to bounce back. On the, uh, the the Black conference, uh, next team that we also have in common is the sushi rats. Uh, they are over on the peak side um, based uh, what do we know about uh, sushi rats um, they are own three
2: um, you know the the only teams that they have more points than have all had buys um, and they're not really ahead of them by much, so they're averaging ten points a week. Uh, they're just not looking like they are Uh, performing well at the start of the season. Um, You know, they've had some close weeks, but uh, it's just that they have not had the performance yet.
1: Fair enough. All right, Uh, so I think that's all the initial agreements that we have on the Golden Commons. Let's go ahead and jump to the rares. i got a whole bunch here. I'm going to start with two Golden Rares in No Pros Here and F2L, followed by Yasharaj's Clown College, The Unknown, Corrupted Clown Fiesta, ATK Mode, Poem Locked and Loaded, Shibis, and Savoy Red.
2: Um, I've got two golden rares as well in No here and F2L. Uh, and then I've got Swigoi Red, Swagoy Black, and Poem Locked and Loaded.
3: I am Palbot.
1: Palbot has one golden rare that is ATK mode, followed by regular rares, Yashiraj's Clown College, The Unknown, Poem Locked and Loaded, Corrupted Clown, Fiesta, Savoy Red, and the Chibis. Um, so around the bat, let's talk a little bit about the Savoy teams um you have them both as a rare i was a little lower on sway black after uh, what happened to them last week um but uh are you still thinking these two teams are pretty close together or what um what gives you the the nod for um for black making the rare category uh looking at it uh they kind of
2: got beat pretty soundly by their so teammates um and they do have i think the lowest strength of schedule so far over on the Black Conference side. And so I think that that's where um, the the golden common came from you and PowBot. And I
1: think that I'm not giving that enough credit. Yeah, I think um, it's a good point on the strength schedule, something I hadn't even looked at. Um, the team they beat uh, was Bad to the Bone, who uh, we definitely have an interesting conversation uh, about them a little bit later, um, considering where we have them ranked. Um, but yeah, losing to square Red and then seeing Squid Red kind of struggle in their other two matches. Uh, I mean, square Red barely made it out of Golden Common for me, um, really on the strength of that victory over Squid Black. So, um, I may even be a little high on them. Uh, I'm not willing to drop them down into the Golden Commons just yet, especially after seeing you rank them in the rares. But, um, I think we really need to see these two teams start to, to pick it up a little bit. Um, you know, they both have a, a win. Um, I guess Squid's win isn't or red's win isn't uh outside of the organization so we uh, will be looking to bounce back this week maybe get a, a revenge on the team that beat uh black last week but um is there anything that really kind of stands out to you for red being uh ranked over black or are we looking at um you know a couple teams that might be struggling the rest of the season season um
2: you know, so going red it took a big loss to bag to the bone that we'll talk about um and they've uh, took a close loss to four of the Boys, um, so I think that um, I mean we'll talk about Bad at the Bone because I have them much higher than both you and um
0: no, oh, actually, I'm aligned with you. the
2: yeah. yeah. So um, I I'll talk a little bit about why I think that they are currently not looking as hot as they actually are. So I do think that gives a little bit more credit to Sugoi Red.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think um, I think we'll keep them as a rare. Um, uh, at least this week, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll split up the two teams in our final rankings. Um, another team that um, we have a little bit of a split on is the Shibis, um, who I bumped up to a rare. You had them still as a golden common. Um, let's see, I think last week they ended up uh, beating Faction, actually, so they're off to a one-on-one start, um, so we don't have as much data to go with as some of the other teams, uh, just because of the um, staggered buys. In the pro series, but um, starting off at one on one, I think was enough to, to get them out of the um lower ranking for me, with, at least beating a team that I've been pretty high on and hadn't lost yet. Um, is there any reason for pessimism here on the sheepies that you have them as the uh, Golden Common?
2: Um, no, I do think that uh, that's went over factions very solid, and I think I just kind of uh, glossed over that their other uh, you know, their other week was very low in scoring, but they did play Popeyes, so I think that um you know, having that really solid win against Faction. Uh, definitely, they might be creeping up the the leaderboard. Uh, you know, that might have just been the norm for them, and the Popeyes is just
1: uh, to the strength of Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about Popeyes here a little bit later. Uh, spoiler alert, they're good. Uh, but two teams that we're not sure yet, because um, they've only played uh, two weeks uh, each, and one of those weeks they tied each other, and that is Point Locked and Loaded and ATK Mode. Um, you had HT mode slightly lower in the golden commons, and Pallet has them slightly higher in the uh, golden rares. Um, I'm right in the middle on both of them. I'm not 100% sure what to make of them yet, but they seem to me as being, you know, I guess, benefit of the doubt, um, just the gold, uh, regular rares for now. Um, anything jump out of you for either team to give point-blank on the load of the nod, or are they kind of, am I, am I right in thinking that they're pretty close together?
2: Um, I think that I would put Point Locked a little bit higher than Attack, but I think that putting them both in, in rare uh, feels pretty right. Like, Attack's loss uh, was a tight one to uh, no Pros here, uh, whereas uh, Point Locked was a, a single match-off from taking down uh, Popeyes. So hmm. I think that that, uh, that loss is a little bit higher quality to me. Even if they were the same points uh, earned for the team, they just nearly took down a stronger team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, completely fair. Um, like I said, I'd like to see a little more data on both of them. Um, but yeah, I think they're both going to be uh, rares for us, um, at least for this week. And uh, PowBot uh, had them as a golden rare, but wasn't too much higher on them than some of the other teams um, in that uh, section. Um, so I, I think I think we're kind of on the right track here with um, them both being rares. Um, let's see a couple other teams that uh, we might have in common. Uh, this is where we get into our golden rares. Um, with No Pros here and F2L, um, two teams that um, definitely had uh, pretty high expectations for coming into the season. Um, they are tied in points despite having a different record. No Pros here with the slight advantage of being two and one, F2L one and two, but both at forty-three points and both um, kind of well positioned to, you know, make uh, playoff runs. But um, what jumps out to you about either of these two teams um, sitting here at Golden Rare? Um,
2: like uh, this this side of a uh, black conference, I was uh, giving out. Epics and so, looking over at the pink conference, uh, ended up being a bit of a weaker conference. So I was uh, handing out golden commons over on this side for, for this point range um, and 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 schedule so far. Um, and so, these two teams who
1: play each other this week, I, I handed out the golden rares too. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really big week for both these teams. Kind of what we talked about a little bit on the hero side with uh, teams that are tied playing each other. Um, granted, there's I think a little more time to go in uh, in pro um, that, uh, you know, it's not quite as uh, do or die as it might be on the hero side, but um, still an important week for both of them to kind of establish themselves as uh, the, you know, significant playoff contender. They've um, each taken a tough loss. Uh, they've just gotten some close wins, but, um, you know, I think these two teams are pretty close together. So it um, kind of makes sense to, to leave them as uh, golden rares. And I think that pretty much covers all the teams that uh, we have all mentioned thus far. So let's go ahead and jump into the epics. And Dace wants to lead us
2: off. I've got a golden epic in Tap Washers, uh, followed by Cirque Soul Fragment, charges, a Clown College uh, Faction, Due Process, Bad to the Bone, and
1: The Unknown. And for me, uh, I went stingy on my epics because of all the rares, but I've just got Tap Washers, Due Process, Cirque de Soul Fragment, and Faction.
2: Uh, Powbot has two golden epics in Tap Washers and Due Process, uh, followed by Bad to the Bone, Faction, Cirque
1: de Soul Fragment,
2: F2L, and No Pros here.
3: I am Powbot.
1: All right, so let's just jump right into it. Um, Bad to the Bone, you have as an epic. Howell has an epic. I had them down as a golden common. Why, I suppose, do I have them as a golden common? And I think it's just roster churn. Um, So they had a huge win this week. um, uh, Over Swoybride, we talked about it a little bit. The problem with that win, at least as far as how I rate teams, is uh, it came on the backs of three subs um, that came in and uh, dominated their matches. Um, The the players that have been regulars on the teams uh, are still struggling and come in towards the bottom of each of those rankings. So, exactly what the uh, situation here is with those teams, uh, with those subs, excuse me, uh, if if any or all of them are permanent subs, um, which definitely changes the math for me, um, or if that was kind of a a one-week deal for Bad to the Bone to get back on track. Do you have any insider board information as to what the true makeup of Bad to the Bone really is?
2: So, I do think that some of these were were single-week, but I know that A2 is going to be departing the team. Um, And I think that a lot of their early struggles have just been logistics. You know, they've had some uh, early DQs um, and like, they just haven't been off to a great start. Um, They did take a bunch of DQs to um, Hyperizon who we'll talk Mm -hmm. about later. Uh, But I do think that bad to the bone is a, is a team that's been around and has been strong. And I do expect them to kind of bounce back uh, probably starting this week.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I can buy that logic. Um, I am—I try not to be, but sometimes I just get locked into what the metrics tell me uh, without putting some actual, you know, common sense and uh, reasoning into it. So I will give y'all the benefit of the doubt here and jump them all the way up to um, to Epic. I think that's uh, probably fair. Um, I would like to see them sort out their logistical uh, issues. Um, I think that's something that kind of comes with the territory, especially with uh, a team with players that have been around long enough to know better, I would think. Um, you know, so I, I, I think I'm with you. I don't think I would expect that to continue. Um, I think the players are too good, um, subs are not. So yeah, I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and, and give them the benefit of the doubt that uh, things are going to get better for them and that they're going to be a force in the black conference um, but uh, so some other teams in the Black Conference that um, I might have been a little bit lower on than than you. Uh, the first one is uh, Yashiraj's Clown College. Um, they put up a tie against Soul Fragment, uh, which team we had as a consensus Epic. Um, that was enough for you to bump them up to an Epic as well?
2: Um, yeah, so the Clown College have also... Um, you know, they have a little bit less points than Soul Fragment. Um, but they they had a a week against um, for the boys and Aon so far. that uh, never mind. Uh, they barely beat Alina Esports. Um, but they did already play. F- or for the boys is their loss. So like the, looking at the strength schedule, it it's still pretty good. Um, but I, I think that right now those two teams look very similar to me. Uh, so the tying is just kind of, you know, how the schedule like was
1: shaking out. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, anytime you have a tie, it probably tells you the teams are pretty close. Um, I mean, there's some good players on, on both teams. I think I still give the nod to Cirque du Soul Fragment. Um, I don't think there was much debate for me, at least as far as one being Epic or the other. I think um, looking at the Palbot rankings as well, um, Cirque du Soul Fragment is pretty clearly ahead of, um, of the Clown College thus far. So, you know, as much as I want to give some credit to, um, the tie here, I, I think that I'm still kind of going to pull you down on this one, um, bringing them down into the rares. Um, cause the other team that I'm looking at here that, uh, is in the black conference that, um, you had higher than me, um, which is interesting. It kind of, uh, flips the script on, on us. Usually it's me bringing up your team, but this time you're bringing up my team and that is the unknown you have it as epic. I have it as a rare, um, and uh, how about it's kind of with me, but uh, tell me about the the unknown. What do I not know here?
2: I mean, the, nobody knows anything about them uh, sure. other than they have, they had a, a rough week against Hyperison, and then they had an absolutely dominant week against Svavoy Black. Um, and so, you know, looking at this this roster, you know, uh, with you and Ron and, and Tuna and Solo Jazz, I don't personally know Adair, but, you know, it's, it's a solid roster, and, like, those two results tell me that this team just hasn't had time to show us what they've got. So I gave them the epic
1: as a nice hot take for only having the two data points. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm going to actually have to agree with you here, um, and not just because I'm biased, but um, the points per week would put us tied for fourth in the conference, um, mm-hmm. and been the schedule right now because of that one week against hyperrise and Subway Black' doing okay. Um, not great. We talked about that a little bit earlier, but uh, we're, we've played. I guess I guess any team that's played Hyper Horizon is going to look like they've had a, a difficult schedule so far and since we've only played one other team, um, there's just not enough to work with. So I think I'm going to agree with you here and, and give us a nod into Epic. Uh, I think this burned me last time around when I put us up there and then we uh, promptly went on a ridiculous losing streak, but um, I had a little more faith this time around. I think things are going to go well. Um, we got a captain back to Charmo uh, leading the charge this week, um, motivating us in his own way and that included him sweeping me in Hero just to put me in my place. But it worked because I won in pro, so you know, it works in mysterious ways. But, alright, so one other team that uh, you were actually really low on, um, and I was a little bit higher, is the Corrupted Clown Fiesta. So this bounces us back to the pink conference. Um, is this just your continued uh, aversion to all things pink, that uh, you have Corrupted Clown Fiesta down in the golden comments?
2: Um, so for me, it was looking at their, their points per week is 12, which actually would put them second to last over just sushi rats um and i i really love the clowns um they're some great folk um but i think i may have been a little bit harsh to be putting them in the the uh the golden common uh they kind of uh they, they they had a pretty good solid run there in the middle of last season if i remember correctly um so it may just have been a bit of that because they did kind of fin- finish close to the bottom at the yeah, end the so So we're,
1: we're back on you disparaging teams that you are in some way associated with. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that. <laughs> no problem. All right. So we'll give them the nod at least this week to bump them up to a rare. But yeah, I, I do want to kind of see them uh, put together a little bit better result than they had last week. Um, certainly have the, uh, the players that, that could do it. Um, you know, challenging some of that uh, magic they had uh, last season, but um, you don't want to fall too far behind, even on on the pink side, um You know, before the, the season starts to get away from them. So, all right, so let's look at some of the teams that we agreed on um, in the epic category. So we talked a little bit about Circus Soul Fragment in our uh, segment on Yashrada's uh, Clown uh, College, not Clown Fragment. Face, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, the <laughs> uh, the Circus Soul Fragment to me still stands out as a um, kind Of a top tier team in black, um, last week's result notwithstanding. So, you know, I, I think we're pretty safe to keep them as an epic. Um, faction, uh, a team that uh had looked a lot better until last week, um, took a loss, but um, base is uh, is there still room for this team towards the top? Uh,
2: I mean, this early, uh, losses uh, matter a lot to me, and so I don't think that having a a defeated team, you know, so defeated at, at two and one, uh, in, in the top, in, the, in those
1: legendaries makes sense to me. So I've kind of bumped them down for now. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. Um, I think they're pretty close to jumping back up, but I guess we don't know too much about Sheepies since they've only played twice. So we don't know if that's going to end up looking like a, you know, a fluke that Baxen uh, just didn't show up on week, or if that's something that maybe says that Sheepies is a little bit, we're giving him credit for. Um, Just kind of a a little unknown at this point, Um, but a team we do know a lot about and we mostly agreed on is due process Um, You and I both had them as a rare uh, or excuse me as an epic. I always do that with the colors I don't know why Uh, palbot was a little higher as a golden epic Um, They squeaked out a close win over f2l and uh, last season their troubles were in getting those close wins So is that a, a sign of things to come? Do we expect great things out of due process?
2: Um, they, they've seemed quite swingy. Like they had
1: a really big win against
2: us, uh, no here. And then they lost to Corrupted Clown Fiesta and then they had a tight week with F2L. So it seems kind of like their performance is up and down, um, which, uh, you know, maybe it's just the early season. And so it's all going to shake out and they're going to really start to show that they belong here. Um, like, uh, like Palbot believes in, in giving them the golden epic. So I think that, uh, I kind of want to lean on Powbot and
1: say, make us look smart by using Powbot. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. And, and that means this next team that we talk about, um, basically, we're giving them the exact same readout. And that is the Tapwashers, who you were already on board with uh, Powbot as a golden epic. And I was um, still kind of leaning towards uh, a regular epic. Uh, let me take a look and see if I have anything specific that stood out to me as keeping this team down. And, and really, I think. Um, they're just kind of there with due process, and the fact that I didn't give either team uh, the golden epic in my initial rankings is is why that I'm being talked into it now. But I think I'm I'm there with you. I think uh, I think these two teams are a little bit ahead of the rest of the epics. Um, I, I think it's definitely uh, worth putting them in that same conversation. Uh, it's nice to see Tap washers kind of bounce back from last season. Uh, the two teams that um, you know have competed for a championship, or, or at least um, regular season wise the last couple seasons coming together to form uh, this uh, crazy good roster that so far is performing quite well on the pink conference. So um, anything else to mention on the tap washers before we move to our legendary teams? No, uh, like I, I, I had high hopes for this team. Their only
2: loss was a close one to faction, so they're
1: still looking very good to me. All right. So uh, speaking of very good, let's get into very greats with our legendary teams. Uh, I'll lead us off. Uh, no surprise here. Golden Legendary, Hype Horizon followed by regular Legendaries, Aeon, Popeye's, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, and For the Boys. So I
2: got two Golden Legendaries. I gave Hyperizon and Aeon the Golden Legendaries this week, followed
1: by For the Boys and Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich.
3: I am Palbot.
1: Palbot also has two Golden Legendaries, Hyperizon, Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Aeon, and For the Boys has regular Legendaries. Um, so let's just knock out Hyperizon real quick. Um, still the number one team. Uh, it will be until basically, um, someone beats them in the playoffs. Cause I don't think it's going to, uh, matter much until then they can basically, I mean, their rests are so good that, uh, any one of them can take an off week and, and there'd be no danger of losing in my opinion. So, um, it's easy to see them continue to dominate. Um, well, let's jump right into a team that you are pretty high on. They had a buy, but they put up monster points in the other two weeks. And that is is Aeon. Uh, is this board bias or is this team for real?
2: Oh, it's all board bias, and this team's for real. Huge points in their two weeks, and uh, guess what? They play Hyperizon this week, so I'm preemptively putting them with gold, both golden legendaries. Um, and I think that whoever takes this week gets to keep
1: it. Uh, I think that is a pretty fair assessment. Um, I think the one thing that kind of holds me back ever so slightly. Um, for uh, Aeon being a gold Legendary team is um, they've always been good. They've always been kind of right there um, in terms of competition, um, making playoffs pretty consistently, um, being able to, to keep up with the top teams, um, but we haven't seen them against the, the best of the best yet, which we will this week obviously in their matchup with, with um, Hyper Ryzen. Um They beat up Torgora, who we have towards the bottom, and Circle du Who Bragment, uh, who was a good win for Aeon. I think that one's going to look better um, the longer the season goes, but um, but still, from uh, Soul Dragon's perspective, uh, not 100% sure where they're going to uh, shake out um, given their other results. So um, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, just deflate the board bias ever so slightly for Aeon, although this week if they beat Hyperizon and absolutely Golden Legendary, no questions asked. Um, the team that uh, you and I both were um, sort of regular Legendary for, but um, Palbot was um, willing to give uh, a little bit of a nod and that is the uh, class of the Pink Conference, Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Um, Pabat is right there with HyperRyzen on them. Why are we down on Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwiches, relatively speaking?
2: Uh, I'm worried that we're holding them having to beat up the Pink Conference against them and not giving them their respect and their golden legendary, so I think we should pump them up.
0: Love that chicken from Popeye's!
1: That uh, just sold me. That's perfect. All right. Popeyes ch- Spicy champ sp- excuse me. Popeyes. Spicy chicken sandwich. Can't get through an episode without uh twisting my tongue on something. Uh there will be a golden legendary along with Hyperizon. I think you're right. I think uh, we can't hold the fact that they're in pink against them. Um they are dominating uh teams that they're playing and that's all you can ask for. So and then the last team that we had an agreement on Uh, Probably not too much more to say. A team that um, I don't know what I was thinking at the beginning of the season, not giving them a legendary because they've quickly proven themselves to be deserving of it. And that is for the boys. Uh, Based any uh, thoughts on for the boys being a solid legendary team? Uh, Just a shout out to to the
2: for the boys. Uh, They're fantastic. Uh, You know, another team that uh, very scary. Uh, Be watching out for them to uh,
1: make the playoffs pretty solidly. Yeah, you play the teams on your schedule, but they are dominating. The uh, what I would consider um, very loosely the lower tier of the black conference so far. Um, so we'll see what happens when you and uh, makes it pretty easy for us when the uh, four legendary teams we have here are all under teams in pro. And with that, let's get to our final
0: rankings. Wow, golden legendary
1: starting with Hype Horizon and Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich.
0: Whoa, legendary
1: Aeon hey, and for the boys,
0: golden epic.
1: Got Tap
2: Washers and Due Process.
0: Epic!
2: Got Cirque de Soul Fragment, Faction, The Unknown, and Bad to the Bone.
0: Golden Rare!
1: No pros here, and F2L. Rare yeah, Rogers Clown College, ATK mode, Point and Loaded, Sheepies, Savoy Red, and Corrupted Clown Fiesta.
0: Golden Common!
1: Got Savoy
2: Black, Sushi Rats, Glock Gora, and Alina Esports.
1: Awesome. Fun talk about Pro, and now let's get into the, the best series of them all, and that is the Wild series.
0: For the Wilds.
1: All right, Bases, do you want to lead us off to Golden Commons? I've got a few Golden
2: Commons in The Entertainers, Ghosts of Fell Screams, and Wild THL Fanatics.
1: I am right there with you with Ghost of Fell Screams, The Entertainers, and Wild THL Fanatics. Uh, we do not have any Palbot rankings this week. Uh, still a little bit short on data for Wild. Hopefully we get that uh, up and running for next week. But until then, the takes are going to be as human as possible. So um, this one was pretty easy. We agreed three for three on the three golden commons, and I think just goes to to speak to uh, just a tough start for the three teams in question: uh, Ghost of Hell Screams, the Entertainers, and Wild Wild Teach All off to zero and two low points per week uh, starts um base is there anything more to say about these three teams uh, do we have any reasons for optimism for any of them throwing it around
2: i mean while t fanatics the roster is is quite impressive um and uh, for ghost of fell screamers they had a very close week with hey loser who we'll talk about way later um but i think that um those two things are bright points um and you know it is still very early so i wouldn't count out any of these teams just yet
1: yeah, yeah. The, uh, the nice thing about the wild series this time around is the cross conference play, which does add to the length of the season. So, the fact that there's only um, seven teams in each conference does not shorten the season. So, uh, definitely a, a long way to go and plenty of opportunities for these teams to make up ground despite the bad starts. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump to our rares. Uh, for me, I've got Hair Club, Bash Bros 2, Electric Boogaloo, the twitch.tv slash MTG succulent and Mad scientists.
2: I've got two Golden Rares and Patches Payback, Mad scientists, Uh, And then I've got our Succulent team and Bash Bros. 2,
1: Electric Boogaloo. Alright, so we've got uh, some quick agreement here on, uh, first off, Bash Bros. 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, I think we're both here on the same page that even though this team has started 0-2, the fact that they put up double digit points and losing effort both weeks uh, at least gives them a slight nod over the three teams. We started out as Golden Commons. Plus, I think they uh, kind of proved themselves last season uh, dominating, uh, granted, a weaker blue conference, but still, nonetheless, um, they were a good team, so I expect them to probably turn it around. Uh, But base, talk to me a little bit about the other team we agree on, and that is our uh, URL uh, Twitch team, the Succulents.
2: Um, So they had
1: a bit
2: of a rough start with, uh, I mean, they've already logged 40 queues um, as a team, uh, but they still have put up a solid amount of points for that, so I wouldn't be surprised for us to start seeing them climb as, uh, as the season goes on. Uh, we may have just uh, they may just be a victim of circumstance right now. So, what
1: you're saying is that it's important to show up,
2: it is, it is uh, being engaged and showing up to your match and submitting
1: lineups is very important. And I think if they do that, I mean, they've clearly shown that they have the players that uh, can put up results. So, uh, as long as everyone's there. Then, yeah, I do kind of agree that this team might end up uh, rising up the rankings. Um, so, one quick uh, disagreement that we had, eh, relatively speaking, is uh, Matt Scientist, who you had as a golden rare. I had it as just a regular rare. I didn't actually give out any goldens uh, all the way through my rankings, not to give anything away. But um, what set Matt Scientist apart uh, for you from the first two teams on our rare list?
2: Um, so they took a big loss to Caesar cheese, um, which I think kind of speaks to Caesar cheese. Um, I think that they're looking very strong. They've, they've had some big weeks, um, and they took uh, a pretty solid win against bash Rose, who I still think is a quite solid team. And, uh, looking at these rosters between those two teams, I think that, um, I I think mad scientist is, is going to perform a bit better, uh, down the line than, uh, than these other rare teams.
1: Okay. I can buy that. Um, the other teams that we have on our list, we need to read off some epics before we get into them more, so basically why don't you start us off? I got two golden epics
2: in Everyone's a Winner and Annoyo Team, uh, followed by Hair Club and Made in Heaven.
1: And for me, I just have three regular epics in Annoyo Team, Made in Heaven, and Patches Payback. So uh, first off, let's talk about um, Patches Payback. Uh, you had as your other golden rare, and I had as an epic. So in this case, I'm going to bring you up a little bit. Um payback the uh most difficult schedule uh, by far, uh and they've managed to go one on one against it so uh at the speaks that this team is probably uh on the right track and uh looking to be a little cut above some of these other rare teams. but is there anything specific holding you back on uh, I think I'm not uh crediting
2: the strength of schedule enough. I do think that that is solid um we you know we have a disagreement on the team that they lost to, um, and maybe I'm uh, wrong about that one as well. So I
1: think that bumping them up, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think you're kind of alluding to a uh, team that we'll talk about uh, once I get into my legendaries as to whether or not they're as good as advertised. Um, so that kind of goes hand in hand. So I guess we'll uh, we'll put them here as a golden rare from now and then uh, come back to them once we determine where the other team's going to go. But before we do that, let's talk about the hair club who you had as, as an epic and I had as a rare. Um, they beat up the Wild Teach Elf Nax, who we both uh, are disappointed with their start, but um, look like they might be um, kind of just having a rough season. So does that, uh, that clearly didn't affect your ranking of Character Club at all? Um, are, are you convinced that they're still an epic team despite that uh, that went over the Wild Teach Elf Nax? It's kind of a weird way of phrasing it. Yeah, are they, I, are they an I, epic despite their win?
2: <laughs> um, I think that. I, I do want them to be epic, but, Apache's payback beat them head to head, and I would really uh, feel weird putting them above Apache's payback. So I might kind of want to swap that and give them the golden rare, and Apache's payback the epic. It's okay. uh, my proposal to you.
1: Yeah, I can buy that. Um, I mean it kinda tracks with how I had them rage anyway, without even realizing that they had played um against each other in week one. So um yeah, that makes sense. I think uh giving the head to head nod, at least so far, for patches payback. Um and it does kind of in a way negate the win that care club had over uh, wild to Wild other. Although we don't know if that last match was played or not, I guess. Um uh, maybe a re- results is pending that could um, um, influence one way or the other. It is a no contest. They had yeah. an issue with ads, um, and
2: uh, oh. it was too late in the
1: week to solve it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing that kind of pop up on the um, the help desk, if you will. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh, unfortunate for teams to lose points like that, but uh, sometimes that's all you can do. So uh, I think that mostly covers us for Epics. We have a couple teams that we have in common. Um, Made in Heaven, we both agreed. As an epic team, uh, took a big loss to F12 Viridian. No shame in that. Uh, after absolutely dominating the Entertainers, which is um, another team that we have towards the bottom of the ranking. So not too much to make of that. Um, I think the team is good. I'm really interested to see um, how they do this week uh, because I think they're up against the other team that we mostly agreed on, and that is Anoyo team. Um, Anoyo team you had as a golden epic. I had as a regular epic. Um, so hello, hello, hello. What is so great about Anoyo team?
2: Um, so another team is a very strong team uh you know, last week uh I had them as a legendary and they only took a loss to a hey loser um and so I was not going to bump them down too much. I'm still leading pretty heavily on that uh you know runner
1: up status from last season and, and keeping them in as a golden epic. yeah, I think I'm there with you. um I think it's just uh kind of the result of me not getting out any goldens. Um, But yeah, um, I agree that they are kind of a cut above the other two epics, at least, although we will get to see them head-to-head against Made in Heaven, which I am looking forward to as uh, kind of being a benchmark for which conference is stronger between Green and Brown. Base, do you have any comments one way or the other on which uh, conference you think is the better conference just yet?
2: I mean, seeing... uh, I think coming in, I would have said that Green is by far uh looking stronger, um but after just two weeks, I think that it's actually pretty even between the conferences. Um, I think that you know I think that some of the players in brown may not be as well known in the wild scene, um, but I think that uh having that t h l ref or you know experience is going to be quite helpful, and there are some strong wild players still uh even even just not known in the wild scene or you know, known in the wild scene as well, but I think that it's going to be pretty, pretty even. Uh, but Green may have an edge. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm really see looking
1: forward to them. this week being the uh, full cross conference um, schedule to see how they stack up against each other because I think the the matchups are are pretty even, um, relatively speaking, from a um, standings perspective. So it should give us a pretty good look at um, you know where these teams stack up against each other and maybe give us some potential playoff previews. Uh, but speaking of playoff previews, let's jump into our legendary teams and teams that we expect to be there at the end of the season. Baseball to lead us off. I got F twelve Viridian, Hey Loser, and Seas of Cheese. And for me, I've got Everyone's a Winner, Seas of Cheese, F twelve Viridian, and Hey Loser. Uh, so we'll start with the one that we alluded to earlier as being uh, a team that could affect our rankings of patches Bayback, and that is Everyone's a Winner. You are uh, a little bit more hesitant um, to bump them up um keeping them as a golden epic whereas i was just all in on putting them as a legendary team um so give me the uh kind of the, the, the download first and i'll give you the the upgrade on uh, yeah. as a winner
2: um you know looking at it i wasn't looking to shake up my legendaries too much you know it was kind of sticking a bit to my guns from the initial uh, rankings after only two weeks um but, you know, it, it's quite impressive to, to have 40 points after two weeks. Um, so I think that uh,
1: they may deserve the bump. Yeah, the question just comes down to the teams they played against. We're still not sure um, how they're going to end up shaking out. So Patches Payback um, kept it close against everyone's so a winner after being um, the uh, the Mad Scientist by crawl. That was our conversation about that. Or maybe it was Hair Club. One of those teams uh, that we flipped. They,
2: they played... Uh, Patches and Wild THL fanatics.
1: So yeah, no, I'm thinking back to our earlier conversation about um, who uh, patches payback played uh-huh. in addition to the um, uh, everyone's a winner, and I can click a button and find out those hair club. Okay, sorry, no, didn't mean to go off on so much of a tangent. But yeah, so I guess it's tough to gauge how good everyone's a winner is against their uh, opposition because after all, uh, Wild THL fanatics. Um just getting off to a really rough start, but we think is a better team than that. And uh patches payback, um, you know, edging out another team kinda in the middle of the conference. So we might not necessarily have enough to go on for everyone to winner, uh, other than the fact that they just put up um, you know, twenty points a week. So um do you think that's enough to bump them up to legendary? Or do you want to keep your legendary list tight to just three teams?
2: Um, I'm I'm okay bumping them up. I think that that's uh, that's very impressive. Twenty points a week just cannot be discounted.
1: All right, very good, very good. And then I think that makes it pretty easy for us on the last three teams, teams we all agree on. Um, starting with of uh, Cheese. Uh, we talked about 20 points a week being impressive. How about 22? Doesn't sound like that much more, but it uh, definitely adds up. A team I'm very impressed with. Um, and the other two teams that we have here, hey Loser and f 2 Verdian, are definitely the two teams that we expected to be here. Um, any quick words on uh, the two expected teams before we jump back to Caesar Cheese, who I want to talk, to, talk about a little bit more?
2: I mean, uh, two absolutely incredible teams, uh, stacked rosters, well-known players, uh, and we get to watch them battle it out this week. So that is very exciting.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of hype matchups uh, across THL this week, and this is definitely maybe the, the premier one, uh, one that I'm looking forward to. Um, even though I'm not a huge proponent of Wild personally, uh, I can still appreciate the good Hearthstone play, no matter what format it is in. Um, but let's go back to Season Cheese. Um, so this team was, I think, kind of a, a middling team last season, and has just turned on the Jets this time around. Do we think that they're going to keep it up and uh, continue dominating the Brown Conference, or is this just a mirage uh, beating up to potentially lesser teams? I
2: I'm not sure. Like, uh, you know, it's it's some solid players, some good wild players mixed with some THL vets um, who are performing well um, so far, and uh, I don't know. There's like no way they can keep this up but I,
1: I think that they might be a contender throughout the whole season. Yeah, I would say like the, the one player that took the loss is probably the player I would have least expected to uh, if you just listed off the five players mm-hmm. on their roster. Um, you know, looking at their, you know, the, there's not a PR in Wild, and obviously it's a completely different format. So, you know, there's not necessarily a direct correlation from how you do in standard versus how you do in Wild, but, you know, the other players there are, you know, between the three and five season, Blue Sombrero is typically at one and he's the only player that's lost. So, um, yeah, I think it's really impressive what they've been able to do in the first couple weeks. Um, you know, see how they do this week. They're matched up against the Hair Club. So kind of another team that um, has, has been okay. Um, you know, not quite the elite of the Green Conference, um, but, you know, sees of Cheese knocks them off as well and continues his dominance. I think uh, I think they're in line for that uh, elusive Golden Legendary that uh, we haven't yet given out on the wild side. So... Um, any last comments on any of these wild teams before we get to the final rankings?
2: No, but I it just the the matchup
1: between F2L Verdian, and Hey Loser is
2: just super exciting. Uh, I think that if you are a fan of Wild and, and not even knowing anything about THL, watching these matches would be amazing.
1: I uh, agree. Hopefully, we get some of those matches on stream. Let me take a quick look. See if I can do some plugs. Um, see if anything has been put on the schedule yet from a wild perspective. Uh,
0: I don't know
1: if anything is just quite yet, but uh, let's see here. Yes, there is actually Thursday night at 9 o'clock Eastern. I know I saw this. Atashi uh, versus Rami. Uh, that is F12Verdian and hey loser, respectively. So tune in to twitch.tv/slash THL. Something other. <laughs> I'll look up the exact thing if you put in the show notes. Or if you're listening to this, you probably know where to go anyway. But uh, yeah, so we at least have one of these matches on display on Thursday night. So definitely worth checking out. But uh, with that, base, why don't you lead us off for our final wild rankings for this week.
0: Whoa, legendary!
2: We got Caesar Cheese, F2L Viridian, Hey Loser, and Everyone's a Winner.
0: Golden Epic!
1: One Golden Epic this week, and Anoyo Team.
0: EPIC!
1: Followed by Made in Heaven and Patches Payback.
0: GOLDEN RARE!
2: Got Hair Club and Mad Scientist. RARE! Got twitch.tv backslash MTG Succulent and Bash Bros. 2 electric boogaloo.
0: GOLDEN common.
1: Finally we've got Ghost of Bell Screams, The Entertainers, and Wild THL Fanatics. And that wraps us up for our wild rankings and all of our rankings this week for thl pal and i will say just real quick it is twitch.tv slash all spelled out so i was close i just needed to be a little less lazy and i would have gotten there uh based any final words before we sign off for this evening uh
2: no just uh you know i hope everyone's having a great new year and uh excited to uh
1: play a, a great season of hearthstone could not agree more all right Everyone be good to each other and have a good night. Later.